0: Thanks for checking out Church on the Rock's message this week. We would love to help you take your next step in knowing God better. The best way to do that is visit cotr.org slash next steps. Or if you're not near our physical campus, visit our online community at cotr.org online. Enjoy the message and know that God is for you.
1: We've been looking at, you know, what joy does for us. Uh, We're at number 10, actually. Last week, we left off on the 10th point of what joy will do in our life, the joy of the Lord. We're not talking about happiness as the world calls it, because happiness as the world calls it, if it's happening, I'm happy. If it's not happening, you know, what's happening? Remember that? If it's not happening, I'm not happy. That's the world's definition of happiness and joy. And the world, their sources is drugs. Alcohol, prescription drugs, right? Sex, salary, status. Uh, You know, if if the weather's great, they're happy. They have all these sources for their joy, their happiness. But you and I, as believers, we have different sources for our happiness and joy. Amen? So let me tell you this story from the Bible before we get into the Word today. You know, there's an amazing story. Check it out sometime. It's in the Old Testament. It's in the book of Samuel It's first Samuel chapter one. And it's a story of a woman who wanted to birth a baby, wanted a baby. You wanted to birth something. Maybe you're here today or you're online and you're waiting for something to birth a dream, a goal, a promotion, a job, a mate, your health. You're waiting on something to birth. In other words, you're waiting on something to change. And so the story is an amazing story, and her name is Hannah. Can you say that with me? Hannah. Now, Bible names have definition. Hannah means grace and favor. Did you know that? Hannah means grace and favor. So Hannah, uh, it says there in the first chapter of 1 Samuel, chapter 1, it said because she couldn't birth a baby, here's what it says in the King James. She had a sorrowful spirit, a sorrowful spirit. So a sorrowful spirit will keep me from birthing my dream. That's why I'm teaching on this this whole month, because I want to help you make 2024. God's got more in store for you. I don't want you to give up on your dream. I want you to see your dreams come to pass That's why I've been teaching on this for the whole month. So it says she had a sorrowful spirit. Say that with me, sorrowful spirit. So I'm talking to somebody today that life's been hard. You know, maybe the holidays you dread them and they cause sorrow and sadness. But I want to encourage you to get out of that zone and get out of that zone quickly. And we've been talking to you about how to do that because as long as she was sad, depressed, felt sorry for herself, and was in grief, she couldn't experience her name, grace, and favor. I'm going to say that again. As long as she was sorrowful, sad, and depressed, she couldn't live up to her name, which means favor and grace. So I want to live up to what God's paid for us to have. I want to live up and have all the abundant life God has in store for you and me. I want to dream big dreams. I want you to b- dream big dreams. I want you to think big, see big, receive big. But with a sorrowful spirit, an entitlement mindset, a victim mentality, people owe me, I feel sorry for myself. Your dream will never come to pass. And that's why I've been teaching on this. So she had a sorrowful spirit. I want to say sorrowful spirit. Now, now this is King James language said she had a sorrowful spirit, but the prophet came to her and gave her a right now word. What am I giving you in the month of December? A right now word. Good tidings of great joy. The angel said about the announcement of the birth of Jesus Christ. The angel said with his birth, this is good news. Salvation has come. It's good tidings, which means news of great joy. So our salvation should bring us great joy. Jesus means Jehovah is salvation. So Jesus came to give us salvation. And listen very carefully. The angel said, knowing salvation, being born again, knowing what you have should bring great joy into your life as a Christian, as a believer. I remember years ago, We had the full gospel businessman fellowship across the nation out of California. And one of the leaders wrote a book called The Happiest People on Earth. And in that book, he was talking about Christians. And he said, Christians should be the happiest people on earth. I'm going to say that again. Christians should be the happiest people on earth. Why, Pastor? Because of your salvation. Because of what Jesus has done for you and me. So as long as she had a sorrowful spirit, that's why I'm teaching on joy, 10 things it'll do for you. Today, I'm going to give you seven sources of joy, seven sources of joy, how to get it and keep it. So notice, as long as she had a sorrowful spirit, she couldn't birth her health, better job, right mate, better home, better family, new house, better car, new career. In other words, make it right where you live and I live today. So as soon as the prophet gave her a word, and the Bible says if you believe the prophet, you will prosper. So if you believe what I'm teaching, if it's in line with the word, you'll prosper. Okay? So as she, the prophet gave her a word, and guess what? She said that she believed it, and then what? The joy of the Lord came all over her. It's First Samuel chapter 1. The joy of the Lord came all over her. In chapter 2, she gave birth to a little boy named Samuel. Y'all see that? Is that huge? So that should speak to us, you know, that today, I, I, I could, you could have a reason to be down, but don't stay down. We could have a reason to be in grief and sorrow, but don't stay there. We, we could be depressed. We all have reasons to be, but don't stay there. I can't keep the birds from flying over my head, but I can keep them from building a nest in my hair. Y'all with me, everybody? So that's why I'm teaching to to kickstart you. We can't be in the mulley grubs. We can't be like the world, entitlement, have a victim mentality, be mad at everybody, blaming everybody, making excuses, and expect to birth a better life. Y'all with me? If you got that, give the Lord a praise. That was worth coming to church. That was worth coming to church. Okay, so let's pick up on where we left off last week. Isaiah 12 on the screen, guys. Isaiah 12, verse 3. And look, this is what joy will do for us. Therefore, with joy shall you draw. Or can I say withdraw? So therefore, with joy, you withdraw water out of the wells, more than one, of salvation. So the big idea is this, I withdraw or access all Jesus died and paid for me to have with joy. I don't get it through begging, pleading, arguing, anger, feeling sorry for myself, but I access or withdraw just like withdrawing from your bank account. I you have to have a code, right? I I have to a password. Well, the password, the password to withdraw or access everything God has for you and I, which is called abundant life. We do it with joy. Joy withdraws all it accesses, healing, promotion, debt cancellation, yes. ideas, favor, wisdom, sleep, health, hope. It, it, it releases everything that God has for me with joy. Go with me with that? So I'm not going to, I'm not going to get what I need from God, pouting, angry, begging, feeling sorry for myself, you know, jealous about everybody else's blessing. (laughs) Okay. Y'all are awesome. Praise the Lord. Okay. Next, next slide, guys. Let's look at the next slide. Isaiah nine, verse three. I I kind of give you a cliffhanger last week, I think. I know I did in the 11 because they about had a Jericho march with this, okay? But but I want you to know that joy is an indicator that things are about to change for you. Until you get that joy, nothing's changing. Now, I know that from serving God for a long time. I know that from the Bible and experience. Nothing's gonna change for me until I have joy of the Lord on the inside. That's an indicator that my harvest is about to come. My breakthrough is about to come. So you and I want the joy of the Lord and we want to find a way to get it. And I'm about to share with you seven ways. Look what the scripture says. You have multiplied the nation and not increased the joy. They joy before thee according, They have joy according to the joy in the harvest as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. So it says on the verge of the harvest, you have joy on the verge or the breakthrough or the threshold of the harvest or your healing or your debt cancellation or your increase or your promotion or the better job or the new house or a better car. It all comes. You know it's coming. You know, and you're nowhere. You know it's around the corner. You know it's on the horizon. You know it's about to break through. If you have joy in spite of your circumstances, well, that was worth brushing your teeth. And I hope y'all floss today. Amen. Okay. So now let's get into it. That that scripture right there. Joy is an indicator of your harvest or your breakthrough is close. So, you know, a lot of times, not here, but a church far, far away in another galaxy, Star Wars, okay? It is, you know, if you come to church down, depressed and discouraged, that's cool. But if you leave that way, you didn't get helped. The Bible says when we go one way, we should come out a different way. So that's why, you know, I always look at people in the lobby, and if they look disgruntled, unhappy, frowning, I know. Wow, wasted, wasted morning, wasted morning. But if they leave with the joy of the Lord and, and light in their eyes and they're excited and they're smiling and they're upbeat. And this I said, well, they got something today. But if they leave grumbly and sour you know, and, you know, the dead in Christ shall rise first. And the ra- if they leave that way, I know you didn't get diddly squat, diddly squat. So I should should know that I'm on the verge of everything turning for my good. Joy is an indicator. Even when my circumstances have not changed, it happens on the inside before the outside. Next slide, guys, next slide. So seven sources of joy. You ready for it? We're gonna kinda go quickly. Seven sources of joy. It's on the screen for you as well. You could take a photo option uh, opportunity. Let's go next guys. Number one, putting God first is a source of joy. It's a whole lot better than prescription drugs. Okay. And then you get addicted to it. Okay. So number one, we're not against medicine. We thank God for that. Amen. But you should use it. It not use you. Okay. So putting God first is a source of joy. Scripture for that. Psalm 128 verse one and two NLT. How joyful are those who fear the Lord? There you go. Fearing the Lord is putting him first before anybody or anything else. How joyful are those who fear the Lord? So the most joyful people on the planet should be Christians, should be those who put God first. How joyful are those who fear the Lord? And look at this, all who follow his ways. It would be the will of God. Next slide, guys. Verse 2. You will enjoy your job and your career. You won't put a sticker on your bumper that says, I owe, I owe, off to work I go, right? You will enjoy the fruit of your labor, how joyful and... Can we say that in church? How joyful and prosperous you will be. Now notice, now notice it, it pays. Now prosperity is defined differently by every one of us. Prosperity is defined differently by every one of us. Okay? But notice you go back to verse 1. It says, how joyful are those who fear and put God first and those who walk in his ways or his will. And look at the reward. You will enjoy your career. In other words, you'll be in the right career and the right job. You won't dread your work. You won't dread going to work. You will enjoy the fruit of your labor and you'll be joyful and it attracts prosperity into your life. Number two, source of joy, obedience to God's will and plan for your life. You know, Kim and I, we were running from the Lord. Been married two years, knew I should be doing something differently. I didn't want to do it. We were miserable and we were unhappy. We had everything in the natural that we wanted, that I wanted anyway. New Corvette, new motorcycle, great job, bonuses every month, leadership, going to build a new house, buy an acreage out in the country. But we were miserable. Why? We weren't in the will of God. We weren't in the will of God. And materialism can only give you so much joy. You think, oh, I'm going to get that. It's going to bring me joy. And then we get it and it didn't. Okay. Scripture for this Psalm 128 verse one, how joyful are those who fear the Lord, but let's look at B all who follow, not my way, but his ways. What is that? The will of God. Number three, next slide guys. Relationship with God, a relationship with God is a source of joy. That's better than marijuana. You know, marijuana, I don't know how y'all can smoke. Man, it makes my stomach just kind of, uh, I'm going to puke when I smell it. And boy, you can smell it, can't you? Okay, let's let's move right along here. Praise the Lord. <laughs> a relationship with God. Scripture for this, guys. Relationship with God. Do we have a scripture? Next slide. Okay. Psalm 146, verse 5. Keep moving with me now on the screen because we're moving with time. Joyful are those who have the God of Israel as their helper, a relationship with the Lord. Wow. Joyful are those, not hopeless, but joyful, are those who have the God of Israel as their helper, whose hope is in the Lord their God. Next slide, guys. Psalm 144, verse 15. Yes. Joyful are those who live like this. Christians should be, you know, we got trouble, we got problems, we got adversities, but we got God. Yes, joyful are those who live like this. Joyful indeed are those who made God their Lord. Joyful are those who made God their, not Savior, but Lord. There's a difference. If he's not Lord of all, he's not Lord at all. Right? So notice he's got to be Lord of my life. And when I live that way, whoa, hunky dory, I'm going to walk in the joy of the Lord. Turn to two people and tell them Jesus is Lord over my life. Would you praise the Lord? Okay, next slide, guys. Slide number four, seven sources, seven sources of the joy of the Lord, reading and applying God's word, reading and apply one your Bible but then applying it next slide scripture for that Psalm 119 verse 8 I will argue about your decrees I will read your decrees I will obey decrees are the word of God the promises I will obey your promises please don't give up on me so notice reading and applying the word And there's, there's, there's so many more scriptures on each point, but we don't have time for that. But there's so many scriptures to talk about reading the word of God. It tastes like honey and makes you happy. There's so many scriptures on it. Next slide guys, seven sources of how you and I as a Christian get joy and maintain it, getting in and recognizing his presence, getting in and recognizing his presence. Okay. Now you know he could he can be in our presence and we don't even recognize him. Right? And when we recognize him, he begins to manifest himself. It's like you and I going into a room with people and we don't recognize them. Right? Then it's just kind of nothing going on. But if we say hi, how you doing, look at them in the eye, recognize them, you begin to have a conversation, communication. Okay? So that's what we're doing during praise and worship here at church. We're recognizing his presence. So he'll show up. Getting in and recognizing his presence, scripture for this, Psalm 16 to 11. You will show me the path of life for me. In your presence is fullness of joy. Oh, I love that. So getting into his presence and recognizing his presence is a source of joy. So Today, if I don't have the joy of the Lord manifesting, when I get in my car, put on some praise and worship music on the way to the restaurant or going home and begin to worship him and praise him. Because you enter his courts with thanksgiving. Thankfulness gets you in his presence. Praise and worship gets you in his presence, right? Acknowledging him and who he is gets you in his presence. So it's so cool. We can shift anytime we want to. We can shift and make a shift anytime we want to. You will show me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy at your right hand. I'm miserable all the days of my life. There are pleasures at your right hand. So a source of joy. Number one was what? Put God first. Number two was obedience obedience to God's will for my life, getting in the will of God, surrendering my life to him. Say, God, here I am, use me. It's not here I am, God, send them. Here I am, God, send me, right? And the next one was read and apply the word of God. And then we just looked at recognizing it in his presence. Next slide, guys. Next slide. Psalm 1611. You will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasure of living with you. The presence of living with you. The pleasures of living with you forever. I love that. Next slide, guys. Number six. Being favor conscious. Being favor conscious. I pray it every morning. Psalm 511 and 12. Every day. I prayed it this morning. In the shower. Psalm 511 12. It says, you surround me like a circle with your favor. You encompass me. You compass me, you surround me with your favor. I pray it every day. I wanna be conscious, not of what I don't have, what I can't do, where I can't go. Because if I focus on right now during the holiday season, what I don't have, where I can't go, what I can't do, I'm gonna be depressed, right? But if I focus on favor of God's on my life, favor of God is on my life, I'm gonna steal it from T.D. Jakes. The fog is all over me right acrostic f-o-g favor of god fog is all over me favor of god when you focus on god is for me god is with me god is in me right at, at, at watch this now this is worth coming to church at his birth it was god with us emmanuel at his cross it was god for us right it was god for us And so it's so so important that you and I understand that he was with us, for us, and at Pentecost, it's God in us. So God with us, Emmanuel, God for us on the cross, and God in us on the day of Pentecost, being favor-conscious. Look at the scripture for this. Next slide, guys. Psalm 97, verse 11. Light, direction, is sown for the uncompromisingly righteous, and strewn along their pathway. And Look at this. And the joy for the upright in heart, the irrepressible joy. Circumstances aren't going to steal it from you. People aren't going to steal it from you. The media, the trends, the culture aren't going to steal it from you or suppress it. Your circumstances won't suppress it. Your feelings won't suppress it. Your enemies won't suppress it. Oh, I love that irrepressible joy which comes from where's it come from consciousness of his favor and protection on my life so when I'm favor conscious something good is gonna to happen to me today bless God what's that the favor of God In fact, I can just tell you need that turn to two people now not one but two people and say favor of God is all over me today Right, John. right, John. Praise the Lord. Amen? That, that's how you begin to become conscious of it. You recognize it. You declare it. You decree it. I asked Jerry Savelle one time, and, you know, he's, he's known as Dr. Favor all over the world, Jerry Savell. He's, he's written the most popular books now. Dave Martin wrote a book on it. You know, Bob Buse wrote, wrote a book. A lot of people. But it kind of all goes back to Jerry Savelle, his original teaching on the favor of God. Jerry Savell says when he first went to work for Copeland, back in the 70s, that God gave him the revelation on the favor of God. So, you know, he's a mentor to us. He's on my board. Uh, We give to his ministry every month to an orphanage in Kenya. We've done it for decades. We've got a close relationship. So one time years ago, I said, Brother Jerry, mentor me on the favor of God. Coach me on the favor of God. I want to go to a new level on the favor of God. And I was waiting for some revelation. And you know what he said? You got to start decreeing it, brother. Thank you very much. He said, "You got to start decreeing it." And he, here's what he told me. He said, "The people that have more of it declare it more. The people who have more of it declare it more than those who don't." So notice, being conscious of the favor of God brings irrepressible joy. Now let's go to number seven. This is the last one. And next slide, guys. And this this is homework. Okay. You see homework. Yeah, this is homework. It's called the B attitudes, B attitudes. It's the attitudes that should be attitudes that should be. Okay. And this is huge. Now we're going to go through this very quickly, but I, I, I want to model it to you. I want to give you a lab for you to take home for the next two weeks. Okay. Because God's about to do more in 2024, right? For you and me and our church and ministry. Amen. Okay, so the Beatitudes, now this is Matthew 5, let's go there, Matthew 5, next slide, guys. It's verse 3 all the way through 13. These are the Beatitudes on the Sermon on the Mount, okay? Been there, Sermon on the Mount in Jerusalem, it's beautiful, overlooking the Sea of Galilee, but he gave these Beatitudes. These are the attitudes that should be in the life of a Christ follower. Y'all with me? But I want you to connect joy and the reward, joy and the reward, sowing joy and what you reap, okay? So we're just kind of going to skim over the scriptures, but look at this. What's the first word? Blessed. Then we got happy. Then we got spiritually prosperous with life joy. Notice it starts off with, if I have this attitude of joy, I'll be blessed. I'll grow spiritually. I'll be satisfied with God's favor and salvation regardless of my outward conditions. I love that, don't you like that? You know, they say that the greatest rock and roll song of all time, rock and roll, was 1966 with the Rolling Stones, I can't get no satisfaction, okay? But you and I, as believers, we can get some satisfaction, okay? So notice joy, look what it does, the reward. Go to verse four, verse four, next slide. Wow, starts the same way. Blessed, happy, a happiness that's produced by God's favor. Whoa, whoa, notice comfort comes to those, that's the reward of an attitude of joy. Next verse, verse five. Oh, it starts the same way. Blessed, happy, joyous, with life joy, satisfaction in God's favor, regardless of their outward conditions, they will be lifelong learners and they will inherit the earth. That's promotion. Verse six, verse six, uh, 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 starts the same way. Must be an attitude of joy, has a reward with it. Blessed, happy, spiritually prosperous in that state, which a born again child of God enjoys. The favor of God. Do you see how the favor of God's connected to the joy of the Lord? So if I lose his joy, I lose his favor. If I lose his joy, I lose his favor. As the team comes, his favor are those who hunger and thirst. Well, I I am spiritually hungry. Aren't you? I am spiritually hungry. Uh, uh, Let me give you an acrostic of what's going on in the world today. And it's called HALT, HALT, H-A-L-T, H-A-L-T. This is an acrostic defining for me our culture right now and the masses. H stands for they're hungry for something new. And they're going in all the wrong places to satisfy their hunger. Letter A, they're angry. They're angry letter l they're lonely they're lonely and letter t they're tired they're worn out they're stressed out halt i don't want anything in my life that puts a halt to my spiritual growth i don't want anything in my life that puts a halt to my dreams goals and ambitions so i go to god to satisfy my hunger okay So notice the reward, next verse, verse seven. Oh my goodness, it starts the same way. Attitude of joy and the reward. Blessed, happy, spiritually prosperous, life joy and satisfaction in God's favor, regardless of what's going on in your life. And if I have this joy, I'll experience God's mercy. Wow, the attitude of joy and the favor of God. The attitude of joy always has a reward. Okay, next next slide, guys. Wow, again, can you believe this? Is there a misprint? Here's, here's verse eight. These are the Beatitudes. These are the attitudes you and I want to work on until Jesus comes back. Blessed, spiritually prosperous. Oh, look at this, look at this, look at this. Possessing or the pursuit and possessing the happiness that comes from a Budweiser. A slits. Do they still have slits? Coors aren't I a stinker today (laughs) blessed happy fortunate spiritually possessing not just pursuit of happiness but possessing happiness that comes from experiencing God's favor and you will get a revelation of his grace no matter what's going on around you and you will see God a revelation you see the reward of joy in the Beatitudes, the attitude that we're to carry regardless of what's going on, and we can only do it with the help of God and the Holy Spirit, is the joy of the Lord regardless of what's going on in your life. And if we can do that, there's a mega reward headed your way. Next slide, guys. Verse nine, (laughs) blessed, enjoying happiness, spiritually prosperous with life joy in God's favor, regardless of what's going on. And you'll be the maker and the maintainer of peace. And you'll be called the mature ones of God. I can't mature without the joy of the Lord. Walking, developing, maintaining God's joy connects me to his favor and always connects me to a reward. I love it. Next slide, guys. There has to be a misprint. Something's wrong with my Bible. Blessed, happy, fortunate, spiritually prosperous is the state of born again child of God enjoys the favor of God, regardless of what's going on in your life. And for righteousness sake, you'll be persecuted because you're you're gonna inherit the kingdom of God. Oh, the joy of the Lord gets you through all persecution. The joy of the Lord gets you through all persecution, all opposition. Oh, I love that. Next, do we have any more? Again? bless. These are the Beatitudes. Everybody say Beatitudes. Bless the attitude of joy you'll be prosperous, you'll be satisfied with the favor of God, again, regardless of what you got in the mailbox, what came on Facebook, what came through the email, are you who people who, they revile you, they persecute you, they say all bad things against you on my account, verse 12, verse 12, be glad, be glad, our response is be glad, be joyful for your, what's the next word, didn't I tell you there's a reward for the attitude of joy? There's a reward for the the Beatitudes. It's the attitude of the joy of the Lord. In spite of what I'm going through or feeling what's happening, if I can maintain it, develop it, and grow in it, if I can walk in it and release it, there's a reward headed my way here on this earth and the next world to come. I'm out of time. Give the Lord a big praise. Would you if you all got something? Come on, let's thank Him for the Word. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Got good tidings of great joy. Everybody say this to me. I have great joy. I know the source of that joy. My joy is going to increase like never before the rest of this year. Positioning me for more in 24. Amen. Let's give God one more. Thank you.
0: Glory to God. What is your next step in your faith? Well, here at Church on the Rock, we would love to help you. Maybe it's to learn more about discovering what it means to belong to a church family, being part of a small group, or using your God-given gifts to serve others. Head over to cotr.org slash nextsteps where you can find out more to all of these. Or if you're a part of our online community, visit us at cotr.org online. Have a great week and don't forget that God is for you.